In ancient times, men would set aside personal comfort and strive to live a life of dedication to a higher cause. These Nazarites would resist sin and call others into a life of holiness, and they'd let their beards grow long as they grew in virtue. So in honor of these great men, each November, a bunch of guys started getting together online and focusing on growing in virtue and growing out their beards. Well, now, for the second year in a row, we are also gathering as women to get a taste of the Nazarite life this November. We're going to focus on growing in community, growing in virtue, and letting a little bit of vanity go by sacrificing one aspect of our personal grooming for the month of November. This year, we launched a podcast for the Nazarite Challenge. This podcast, Virtue Riot. Normally on Sundays, we have one of the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit, who are our spiritual uh, core and prayer ministry over the course of the Nazarite Challenge, share a reflection with you. But this Sunday, we actually had a little bit of a hiccup, and so we're going to have that episode dropping later on this week. I wanted to take a minute just to check in and share with you guys this amazing reflection from St. John Vianney on the virtue of temperance. Temperance is another cardinal virtue. We can be temperate in the use of our imagination by not letting it gallop as fast as it would wish. We can be temperate with our eyes, temperate with our mouth. Some people constantly have something sweet and pleasant in their mouth. We can be temperate with our ears, not allowing them to listen to youthless songs or conversations. Temperate in smelling. Some people perfume themselves to such a degree as to make those around them sick. Temperate with our hands. Some people are always washing them when it's hot and handling things that are soft to the touch. In short, we can practice temperance with our whole body, this poor machine, by not letting it run away like a horse without a bit or a bridle, but checking it and keeping it down. Some people lie buried there, in their beds. They are glad not to sleep, that they may have a better feel of how comfortable they are. The saints were not like that. I do not know how we are ever to get where they are. Well, if we are saved, we shall stay infinitely long in purgatory while they will fly straight to heaven to see the good of God. That great saint, St. Charles Borromeo, had in his apartment a fine cardinal's bed, which everybody saw. But besides that, there was one which nobody could see, made of bundles of woods, and that was the one that he used. He never warmed himself. When people came to see him, They remarked that he placed himself so as not to feel the fire. That is what the saints are like. They live for heaven and not for earth. They are heavenly, and as for us, we are all earthly. Oh, how I like these little mortifications that are seen by nobody, such as arising a quarter of an hour sooner, rising for a little while in the night to pray. But some people think nothing of sleeping. There was once a solitary who had built for himself a royal palace in the trunk of an oak tree. He had placed thorns inside of it, and he had fastened three stones over his head, so that whenever he raised himself or turned over, he might feel the stones or the thorns. And we thank nothing but finding good beds that we may sleep at our ease. It's been great diving in with each of you on each of the virtues that we've done so far. I'd love us to thank this week. What's one simple sacrifice or mortification we can make to live a little bit more like St. John Vianney describes or like St. Charles Borromeo lived? What's one small, simple thing you can give up? 
or that you can remove from your life. Maybe it's adding something in, getting up a little early, an extra time in prayer. These aren't sacrifices in the sense of prayer being a bad or hard thing, but they are sacrifices of our time. And they are things that rein in those more fleshy instincts and give us over to a more holistic and integrated version of ourselves. I'm so excited to have Anna Carter share with y'all this week a little bit more about the virtue of temperance. I can't wait for her to break this open with all of you. I hope y'all are having as great of an experience in the women's track as we're having over in the men's track. It was such a great honor to be with you today, even if it was just a technical glitch that made it happen. Have an excellent Nazarite challenge. To share your thoughts on today's reflection, head over to the Facebook group. And if you haven't visited it yet, you can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to find out more about the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit, you can head over to their website at becomefire.faith. We want to thank our sponsors for the Virtue Riot and the Nazarite Challenge, Catholic Balm Co., Pink Salt Riot, eCatholic, and the Franciscan Friars of the Holy Spirit. For more information about all of their work, please check out the show notes or visit NazariteChallenge.com. The best way to help people find out about this Nazarite Challenge and this podcast, Virtue Riot, is to share the challenge page on social media or to rate and review this show on iTunes. And if you rate and review this podcast for this month only, you'll be entered into a chance to win a year's worth of free products from Pink Salt Riot, which you want to win. Until next time, ladies, remember to step out, act up, and start a virtue riot.